Hey peoples, this is another movie review of Charlie's Angels 2019. As always, I want to say thank you for listening, that really means a lot to me, and on to the review. So Charlie's Angels 2019 is about a systems engineer who finds out that her company's new technology that they're about to release can be weaponized and obviously used for bad things. She tries to tell her boss about it, but he just doesn't listen. So when she tries to take matters into her own hands and get the word out, her life becomes in danger. And that's when Charlie's angels step in and save her, and they're trying to figure out who's trying to kill her and what's going on with this technology. And that's the movie. So I am going to be honest with you guys, my expectations for this movie were very low. I did not think it was going to be good at all, it seemed pointless, and I thought it was going to be one of the worst movies of the year. And that is not the case. Now am I saying this movie is great? Nope, not at all. This movie is just okay. It feels more like a Redbox slash TV movie slash something you watch on Netflix on a Sunday afternoon. It's not something that you really go to the movies for. The movie feels dated in a way, as if it came out maybe 10 or 12 years ago, if not older. It just doesn't feel current, and it feels like we've seen everything in this movie before, just done in a better way. But to get into it, of course this is a action movie, so we have to start off with the action, and the action in this movie is horrible. Oh my goodness, I'm not sure if Elizabeth Banks, who was the director of the movie, actually directed the action, because in some instances, movies do have an action director, so I'm not sure if she did that. But whoever directed the action did a horrible job. There are so many cuts in the action, you do not know what's going on. Sometimes the cuts are even pointless. You shouldn't have three cuts in between someone swinging their hand and punching somebody. It's pointless. It's nothing but a headache, and you don't understand what's going on, it's just a jumbled mess. Fight scenes are better when the camera is panned back and you can actually see what happens. When it's up close and there are a bunch of cuts, it just feels like the director did not know what they were doing and so we get an unorganized mess. The weird thing is that sometimes in the movie the action is sped up. Now I can lead you to an example where you don't even have to see the movie. Go watch the trailer of this movie. You have Kristen Stewart's character on a balcony with a man and she's basically tying him up with curtains and then another angel pops up and that would be Ella, I hope I pronounced her last name right, Balinska, I'm sorry if that's wrong, but she pops up and then she hits someone but she moves so quickly that she looks like Quicksilver from X-Men. Why are, wh how? And this happens a couple of times throughout the movie. On the other side of the spectrum, there are fight scenes where things feel too slow. You can actually see the choreography on the screen. It doesn't feel like they're really fighting. It feels like we're just watching people practice choreo and this is in the final cut that was meant for the movie. Also, one thing that really annoyed me throughout the movie is that people had guns and didn't use them. There are multiple scenes where semi-important characters, even villains, are right in the open and someone has a gun pointed at them, but they won't get shot. And it makes no sense why this is the way it is, because if you give a character a gun, why not let that character use the gun? Now I understand if you want to have a cool hand-to-hand -hand combat scene, that is completely fine. But if you're gonna have that scene, then don't give the character a gun. It makes no sense, because then during the whole fight scene, I'm gonna question, why didn't they just use their gun? And the last thing regarding action in this movie, of course you have to go into every single action movie knowing the pain tolerance and durability of our characters. And people are pretty bouncy in this one. They're not superheroes like in the Fast and Furious movies and they're not as vulnerable as your Bourne movies or your Mission Impossible movies. But everyone's pretty durable, so other than a gunshot or an explosion, they pretty much bounce right back from a hit in the face or throwing off a ledge or jumping off of something high. They're pretty okay. Now moving on to the acting. Here's the thing. 
I am not a big Kristen Stewart fan. I just do not like the way she acts. I'm not gonna say she's a terrible actor. I think her type of acting just does not resonate with me. And this is not some Twilight hate bashing at all. I actually like Twilight. I think it's a fun time. I'm not saying they're good movies. They're just fun movies. I'm team Jacob, Edward sucks. But in regards to Kristen Stewart, I just can't gravitate towards her. And the movie tries its best to make her likable. Out of all three angels, they made her the comedic one and she does have some very humorous lines. I just don't think she pulls them off. I like that she tried, but it just did not work. Ella Belinska, again, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, is probably my favorite angel. She's more the action first slash stoic angel. I've never seen her in anything, but she did a pretty okay job minus the emotional moments. I don't know if she pulled them off completely, but I liked her the most. Naomi Scott was fine. I don't think they gave her a lot to do. They just let her say the word hack a bunch of times in the movie. I don't even know if the movie knows what hack is because she really didn't do much, but it looked like she had fun. Patrick Stewart was good. I think he was one of the few people that had more fun than everybody else. It seems like he knew the type of movie he was in when some people took it a little bit too serious. Noah Centineo, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, but you know him from many movies on Netflix. It's nice to see him out in the real world and not on my screen at home, but he didn't really have much to do. He is somewhat of a small, very, 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 very small love interest for one of the angels, won't tell you which one, but he's only in the movie two or three times. I wish they would have used him more because I really liked his character. And lastly, Luis Mendez. This guy was my favorite person in the whole movie. I honestly wanted more, but they probably used him the right amount of times and I really enjoyed his character. Everyone else is just fine. No one stands out. There's no real big emotional moments. All of the emotion you get in the movie is from the younger cast and I don't think they really pull it off. Now the story. Like I said earlier, this movie feels kind of dated and so does the story. The story is very bland, there's nothing new here, there's a couple of twists at the end, but nothing that blows you away or really keeps your interest throughout the movie. One thing the movie attempts to do is tell us, not show us, but tell us that these women have created a bond together. But I don't know when that happened in the movie. You do not get a lot of scenes of just regular conversation of them going back and forth and just learning about one another and creating this sisterhood. It would have been nice to see that, I would have enjoyed that, but you don't get that. The movie has one of the angels talking to another angel, not gonna tell you which is which, but she says a line like, you taught me I didn't have to do things on my own. And then my first thought was, when did she teach you this? There are no lessons taught between one another, there is no camaraderie shown between one another, there are no inside jokes created, nothing like that. I really wish there was, I think that would have been fun to see, but the movie acts like it did that, but it doesn't. Also, one kind of big thing, one of the good characters commits a very serious crime and they play it off as a joke, but um, it's very, very serious. I don't want to say anything, uh, but if you go see this movie, you'll know what it is. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know why they made that call. There are multiple other options, but it's just weird when you have a morally good character commit a crime this severe. Just, just the strangest decision making in the movie. Moving on to the writing, not much different than the rest of the movie here. Pretty standard writing, nothing interesting, nothing exciting, no colorful language, no interesting dialogue for the most part. There was a scene in the third act where the movie slows down and characters have this quick conversation about old movies. That part was my favorite part of the whole movie. Like my favorite part. It lasts for maybe 30 seconds and that was the best part of the whole movie. 
the way the conversation flowed, the actual jokes, the way the characters interacted with one another, it was just great to see. I wish the rest of the movie was like that. I think they recreate that same feeling and conversation style maybe once or twice before, but they really nail it at this one point in the movie. And one last random thing, there are lots of unnecessary wardrobe changes. Like a lot of unnecessary wardrobe changes and they don't even make sense. They will be talking and then they'll set up the next scene and you'll see that same character go to the next scene where it's maybe moments later, it's the same day and they will be wearing a different outfit. When did you change and why did you change? Makes no sense. This happens multiple times throughout the movie. The worst time that it happens in the movie is when one of our good characters gets captured by a villain. Okay, so the villain captures them and the villain says, oh, I picked out some nice clothes for you. Now our good character realizes that this is a villain. It's not like it's a surprise later on. They understand the situation that's going on at hand. So of course they have a little back and forth of like, why are you doing this? And how dare you? And uh, you're a monster or something like that. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so we cut away from this character for a moment and then we come back and they've changed. They've changed into one of the outfits the villain picked out for them for no apparent reason. The only thing I can think of is that it was a way to get the character into an attractive dress because they wanted to show off this character's body. That's all. I don't understand why else they would do this. It makes no sense. It has no purpose in the movie whatsoever. She looked gorgeous and that was great to see, but why are you changing for the villain? What, 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 why? Just didn't understand that whatsoever. But that's just a side thing that I noticed throughout the movie. But anyway, even though it's better than I thought it would be, no, I do not suggest that you go watch this movie because it's a pretty basic movie and it's not that engaging. The non-hand-to-hand -hand combat action is okay. The hand-to-hand -hand combat stuff is garbage. The story is kind of bland. They don't really use the characters to their full potential. They fly from location to location and they're in specific locations, but I don't think they really utilize the area they're in. It just seems like a their movie, something that you watch at home that really you can put on in the background while you do something else. But that's all peoples. As always, thank you for the comments. I really appreciate it. Let me know if you're going to watch this movie, if you're interested or you're not interested, which version of the Charlie's Angels is your favorite. That would be cool to see. And are you team Jacob or team Edward? I don't care how old that reference is. I want to know your answer. But anyway, Please continue to have a great day. God bless. I'll talk to you tomorrow.